Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. It's nice to record this podcast today. This week, I want to talk about those moments when you realize that your general attitude has tanked and what's going on. How do you figure out what's going on and what do you decide about it? And I'm going to share with you an experience I had in the hopes that it helps you recognize or find a different way to pull yourself out of just kind of depressing thoughts or frustrating situations. So I have found that there are moments in time where everyone around me seems to be in a funk and I am in a funk and it just perpetuates itself for a while and it becomes difficult for me to tap into hopefulness and awesomeness, which is where I like to focus and where I prefer to have my consciousness reside. But it's not always possible. So I don't want you to ever listen to this podcast and think like, oh, she's happy all the time. and She's got it all figured out. That's obviously not true. That's not what this podcast is about at all. But it is about recognizing the flow of human emotion, the flow of thoughts, and figuring out what to do with them so that we can, you know, survive and have a generally better existence. So when I found myself generally in this funk, the first thing that I found myself doing was coming up with all the justifications of why being upset was true. And I think a lot of us do that. And it's natural. And it's what we gravitate towards is to go, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm thinking. And let me go look for all of the evidence of why I'm right. And guess what? You can do that. And I surely did. And I found all of the reasons why people suck and everyone is bad and my finances are bad and my hobbies are frustrating and this isn't working out and I'm not doing this right. And it just snowballed a lot. And then I would notice in my friends' lives, like they were having their own drama and I would be mad on their behalf and be like, those people suck and this is unjust and everything. So it just made me everywhere I looked in any direction, there was a reason to be mad, a reason to feel like we're all put upon and life is hard and maybe it's out of our control and there's nothing we can do. Now, that is a really difficult place to exist in when you feel like you're out of control and there's nothing you can do. And I know this. And so I stopped and went, okay, how do I handle this downward spiral that I've gotten myself into? And how can I help some other people recognize when they're in one and pull themselves out? So for a while, I started going, are these situations true? And even if they are, is focusing on it helping? And I could say, no, it's really not helping. It's just continuing to perpetuate this general malaise that I have and my lack of ambition to do anything, my desire to just sit here and be sad and depressed and get sick and not do anything. So if the answer is no, it's not helping, then I was like, okay, then you have to come up with a different thing to look for or a different idea to focus on. And at this particular time, I couldn't come up with one. 
And I was like, oh shit, this is like what I ask people to do sometimes is like, what else can we focus on? And it really put me back in touch with the reality that when you're stuck in a rough spot, it is hard to find that new thing to focus on and the thing to raise you up. So it's good to seek outside help to be like, what else could I focus on that might be better? So I started to go, okay, maybe you need to focus more on hobbies. Maybe you need to spend a little less time in complaint. And for me, moving out of complaint means sometimes stopping conversations about the frustrating thing, maybe pulling away from the people that are complaining the most or having the hardest time. And it can be hard because you have compassion for those people, particularly if they're the closest people in your life. So you're like, oh, I don't want to cut anyone out just because they're having a hard time. But I'm also recognizing that if I'm immersed in this and it's what I'm resonating with constantly, I'm not giving myself a chance to come up for air and find a different perspective. So I would ask myself, what needs more and what needs less? And I went, okay, I need less complaining. Let me figure out some ways to have that or ways that I could stop myself when I go down the track of coming up with all the reasons. What could I substitute instead? And what needs more? What generally helps me be in a better mood? So I returned to some of the things that help me come out of a funk. And here's what I recognized. One of the main things that helps me feel better is spending time outside in nature, going for walks and just being outside for the like half an hour to 20 minutes in the morning every day. And I hadn't been doing it. And I went, ah, there's part of it right there. I'm resentful and angry because there's something that generally brings me joy and peace and keeps me on an even keel. And I stopped doing it. And I was like, oh, I stopped doing it because of the smoke and I couldn't go out because the air quality was bad. And I personally was having a very difficult time with it. So it's like, oh, and there's the justification (laughs) of why everything is bad and not okay. So I went, all right, you found something here, Blaze. We need to now work with it. Is there the possibility that you could still go somewhere and go for the walk, even if it's indoors, even if it gets you out of the house, just something somewhere where you can still get the movement in? Or where you can get outside and really check the air quality and find the moment when it's possible and just fit it in, even if it's not convenient, because it's important. You're recognizing right now in this moment that this is something that helps you do better. Make it a priority. So that, I think, was important to find. And let me think about what then needed to happen. I think it's that I needed to hear that I was doing all right. So how often do we get in a funk? And the one thing that we wish more than anything else is that we could have someone somewhere, anywhere, swoop in, pick us up, give us a hug and say, you're doing okay. And it's going to be okay. And you're doing your best. And I'm proud of you. And just saying that to myself, I wanted to cry because I hadn't been giving that to myself. I couldn't find it anywhere. And I wasn't even sure I believed it. So it felt particularly heartbreaking to try and say that to myself in that moment. So I know how hard it is to accept praise or comfort, particularly from yourself, when you feel like everything that you've been doing has been going wrong, or not good enough, or not what you had hoped or where you thought you would be. And then I heard someone speaking. And he was saying, What if sometimes what you're feeling or you're thinking is not necessarily yours, but if you identify with it and try to justify it or like really connect with it deeply and keep exploring it, you think it's yours 
and it doesn't help. But what if it's like a little thought bubble passing through or an emotion that happens to be arising in consciousness in general, and you just happen to be aware and you picked up on it? What if that could be the case? And it wasn't about you. And just hearing that also broke me down a little bit. And I went, oh, God, that would be such a relief to think that feeling sad or ineffective or stuck or scared or all of those things that kept coming up for me in those weeks. What if it's just general human consciousness feels this way at this moment and I'm catching on to it, but it doesn't need to be made personal and I don't have to adapt it as my own and hold on to it for dear life and come up with all the reasons that it's true and that there's nothing that can be done to change it. Because if it's just a bubble passing through, there's another bubble that's going to come that I could equally grab onto that might feel a hell of a lot better. And for some reason, that visual and that idea resonated with me on a very nourishing level and made me feel a lot better. So I wanted to offer that to you as well to say, what if some of what you're feeling, some of what you're thinking about whatever's going on is an attitude or a thought that just happens to be floating around in the ethers and you happened to grab it and then you could just let it fly on by and not hold on to it and repeat it (laughs) and find out where it came from, like try to locate its source. If you could be a little lighter with those things and say, ah, I'm experiencing negative thoughts, I'm experiencing frustration rather than I'm so frustrated I can't believe I'm thinking this. These thoughts are so blah. I think it's like adding that heaviness of judgment just is really harsh. And I'm particularly sensitive to that. When I add judgment to things, it makes life harder. And so I try not to do it too much unless I'm fiercely in defense of something, usually my daughter. (laughs) Then I figure those kinds of heavier emotions are there to spur action. But when it becomes heavier emotions that aren't motivating and don't give me anywhere or anything that I can do, then they're disempowering and they keep me stuck. So I need to allow them to flow and find the zone where I feel like I can keep going and where I can thrive. And I think this harkens back to the last talk that I had, which was about slowing down that pace and recognizing that not all things can happen at once. Like that's not the experience that we're having. We're embodied beings living on earth. This is how it works here. It's like really slow (laughs) and we have to deal with that sometimes. We can imagine very quickly, but we can't manifest instantaneously. And that's just how life is. Mm. Yes. And so if you too have found yourself in a pocket of shitty thoughts and frustrating feelings and just despair and angst and all of that stuff, because it does arise, know that you're not alone And know that you don't have to continue to associate yourself with that. That you can say, this is coming through and I acknowledge it, but what if I just allowed it to come and go or just be around, but not identify with it so deeply, if that could help you feel lighter in your heart. And what needs more? What do you need to do more of to make yourself feel better what do you need less of? And it could be, I need to think about this less or interact with this person less, or maybe I just need less projects. And then you can kind of find the balance of those things. So when you ask like more today, less today, which ones, you probably will have a pretty clear answer. And that is very empowering to know specifically what to do and what not to do. 
and just take it on a moment to moment day to day basis. Don't make like giant decisions about your life when you're in a rough space. That's another thing that I'm very clear on when I'm very low is that that is not a great time to make a sweeping decision about anything. If I'm very low, it's not a good time to make a decision about like changing my entire parenting style or changing where I'm going to go on vacation or deciding like the whole direction of my business needs to change. Like that is not the time to make that choice. Usually those kinds of thoughts are kind of like the desperate flailing of trying to find a place to be in control but you can control much smaller things. And that lets you have that stable platform from which to make informed and more calm, grounded decisions that can last. (sighs) Yeah. So I hope that this discussion of my own, I don't know, frantic experience of angst the last few weeks has been helpful to you in some way. (laughs) And that by sharing it, it's giving you at the very least the knowledge that you're not alone in grappling with feelings of just difficulty. It's part of being human. It's part of being alive. And I know that we all handle it as best that we can. And I know that you are too. And I hope that by sharing this, maybe you found a thought or an idea that you hadn't considered before that might make life a little bit easier for you and point you back in your own, you know, true north direction where you recognize like, oh yeah, that's what I need to do more of. Maybe that's where I'm going to be happiest right now. And that things even out for you and you catch on to like the next, I don't know, feeling and thought bubble that might arise in humanity that hopefully is a lot more hopeful and buoyant. And I think that's what's starting to happen for me is that I've been able to release the angst bubble that I had found myself stuck in for a while. And as that's passing on by, I'm able to perceive hopefulness. I'm able to perceive excitement and to consider it, I don't know, with a more open heart and also at that slower pace because that's where I really need to be right now. And if it's where you need to be right now, amen, let's do that. Have a marvelous week, my friends, and I will see you next time. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love and I'll see you next time.